Thank you so much, Ivan, for taking us around the world in two minutes, bringing things back here on Hard Facts. Lagos, let's talk to you. You heard that conversation on the Community You report today. Chukudi Ezugu out in the field, uh, speaking with Bernard, speaking with Comrade Avan, and you heard all of the things that they had to say. What, what, what were your thoughts about the conversation that we had at four? The number to call is 0700 993. What did you think about the points that were raised by Bernard, uh, who is a driver with one of the haulage organizations? What did you think about the points that were raised by Comrade Harvey, who is uh, a, a stakeholder? in the haulage uh, industry right there at uh, um, uh, the ports. He's a haulage operator, container haulage operator, Comrade Harvey Avan. And then Bernard is a senior driver uh, with a haulage company. They said quite a bit, Lagos. 0700 Hello, what's your name? Hello, good afternoon, ma'am. Good afternoon. New year, new hard facts. One minute, 30 seconds. Go. Yeah, one minute, 30 seconds. Mm. Thank you, ma'am. Mm. Yeah, Ruben from Yaba. Yes, Ruben, go ahead. Yeah, the guys are spoken. Fix the road, the road to the Apapa Expressway or whatever they call it, and fix, um, open the rails for cargo. And um, Lagos, Apapa port is not the only port in Nigeria. Okay, we have them. We even have Badagri port. I didn't even hear of Badagri. So Badagri is there, and we are and we are and we are wallowing in this apapa, in this hell called apapa. I lived in Nigeria for like four months. I always wonder when will it, when will our boys, when will young children just wake up one morning and just carry themselves, go to a bar, get some Badagri in their system, and go to Nigeria, tap on that bridge towards the seven up, and start charging every truck there. Oh 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 over this, over that. They just wake up and that's what they do from money to night. They have nothing else to do. No, they don't go work. They don't go to school. That's what they do every day. Must Lagos be the destination for everything? Is this see, That's why I'm... Hello, my dear, ma'am. Yes, I'm listening, uh-huh. That's why I'm calling for this restructuring. When there's restructuring, if Southwest refuse to um, upgrade a papa, or they will upgrade their own. If a papa doesn't want to go digital, or they will go digital. If owner doesn't want to go digital and do not think they are the only one in Nigeria, eh, but that we will go digital. All right, uh, Remy, thanks for calling us. 99.3, hello. Hello. Thanks for calling, sir. What's your name? Uh, John from Nikojilaki. John, welcome. One minute, 30 seconds. All right, uh, this is Sandra. Mm. The situation is not uh, new to us. Uh, it, it, what is happening at Apapa? If you go to other places, maybe you hear some news that will make your ear to tingle. Um, I think what they have to do is to make sure they fish out those scouts. Also, even the town that they other bus. Not only a papa. If you come to all the bus of you, you see the National Union of this, National Union of that. And then they are there exporting the people. When they fish out those people and then allow the people that are supposed to be in the port and other places, you will see the things will move fine. You understand? Mm. Uh, so I would want Chikudi also to go to airport and to some other places and get the people, the plight of those people, not until when the people begin to cry before they will now where, say, okay, let's go. Let Chikudi go to those places, like as they come to Babad the other time. We are at this area. We at least will have a little sigh of relief. So that is it. Thank you. Thank you very much for calling and keeping it short. 99.3, hello. Ah, finally. President Sandra, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> um, the guru, I want to say thank you. Good job. President Sandra, you remember last year you, you mentioned the biggest ship that something got uh, a cut or so, remember? Mars, yes. Mm-hmm. So what, what happened to other ships? They're not there here. Oh, there's a lot of sheep at the Lagos water. They can't get to this thing. What stopped those ones from moving to Port More and um, more of them are going, actually. Yeah, but how come we're still having this problem here? Well, not enough of them are going, uh, but uh, we have more and more of them heading to other ports. More should move. Hmm. And that road, you know when they build from Sele up to... Those people, are, they, they pass Magada now. How many months did they take them? How come between um, my two okay? 
there to think and become problem. When they appointed Kayode Kwefa, I was so happy. You know, the man was a commissioner in Lagos State here. Kayode Kwefa, right? Yes. He did well. But how come they get to federal? He couldn't. The man sanitized Lagos when he was in charge of the, one of the ministry in Lagos. Then you get to federal, you couldn't do anything. Like those police who are making those money, well, I wish them well with the blood money they are making. Let them continue. Time will tell. Thank you, President Sandra. Thank you, Chris, for calling us. 99.3. Hello. Good evening. Good evening, sir. What's your name? My name is Joseph. Welcome, Joseph. Thank you. Good evening. Uh, the issue concerning the... Sorry about that. Call back if you can. But if you just tuned in and you're wondering what's this about, we're talking uh, about uh, the ports itself. We're continuing a conversation about decongesting the ports here in Lagos. What are the causes of the gridlock at Apapa and Tinkan? How can they be overcome? Uh, according to the Financial Times, it now costs an average of $4,000 to move a container from Apapa to a location in Lagos. That's our big hard fact for today. Did you hear that? The Financial Times says it now costs an average of $4,000 to move a container from our papa to a location in Lagos. That's very close to 2 million naira. That's the cost of gridlock. That's the cost of a container being kept for days and weeks because it cannot leave the port. That's the cost of the truck driver factoring in the time he will spend going through the gridlock twice. That's the cost of bribes to be allowed to park on the road near the port. That's the cost of repairs. That's the cost of inefficiency. We've got Chief Emmanuel Igwe on the line in Amuodofi. Hello, Chief Emmanuel Igwe. Welcome. Hello, good evening. Good evening to you, sir. Welcome to the show. Uh, this is my first time of calling uh, uh, Nigeria Info FM. Good. Why have you called uh, us today? Uh, because I've been listening to your conversation mm-hmm. because I work in the port. Fantastic. I retired after 35 years in the port. Hmm. And out of that 35 years, 20 years, I work in container terminal. Kapapa. Okay. So I know the problem... They are facing, it's been a long time problem, but uh, last time when I visited the port, I discovered that the problem they are having now uh, started with the port concession. When they concessioned the port, various type of people, companies bought the port, everybody put a hedge, the area that they bought. Before now, these trucks that line up on the road, they used to enter the port freely and park into the empty spaces provided by government. There are not, hello, are you there with I'm me? here, sir, yes. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of spaces inside the port. These trucks that line up on the road now, they move into the port. I've worked at the main gate where we move in truck. I've worked in various sectors of the port. These trucks move inside the port and park and wait for them to load. If we are going to carry container, you move. And go and stay at the ship side mm-hmm. and load. Mm-hmm. If you want to carry general cargo, you move to the other side. Mm. There are spaces for you to park and wait for your turn to load. Because when you lose, load something like general cargo, mm. it takes time for you to do the com- documentation. And to load general cargo is not easy. Mm. It takes time. Mm. So while you are waiting, the clearing uh, agent will go around doing your papers. When they finish the process of doing the papers, then these trolls, they move out in line. They move out at the, at the same time. About 20 or 30 of them, because it's general cargo, hmm. maybe PVC and whatever. Mm-hmm. So that reduced the distance the, 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 on, the, on, the, on the road. There was no waiting on the road. There was no parking along the road. They moved inside the port. There were spaces in the port. But these spaces have been sold out to people. Hmm. People bought these spaces and converted to whatever they like. These trucks have no way to park inside the port. What kinds of they things do they convert the it to? What kinds of things do they convert it to? You know, it's a personal property. Where you buy, where you they bought a space, they mm. they, they, they drew the fence around it, or they use barbed wire and fence it. Okay. So there's no way a truck can go and park into somebody's private uh, 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 property. But it's not illegal to buy those spaces, right? I'm not saying that it's illegal. Okay. But what I'm saying is that when you go to Europe and America and copy their system, mm. also copy other things they did before that system you copy become operational. You go to Port of, go to Port of Antwerp, go and copy that they concession their port. 
you fail to copy other things they did. Mm. That a, a, a truck has to move in and load, roll on and roll off. You move and go. Mm. Do, do you know what they did? Do you know the other thing, other plans they put in place? What? You didn't copy all those ones. Mm. You just copy that they constitution their port. You came here and constitution our own. Trucks now park along the road from here to my two, from here to Ejora. It's in a mess. Yes, but even if that. but even if we are to get those spaces back, they still will not be enough because we've also seen an increase in containers per day, meaning that we now need more trucks. So how do we handle the problem of uh, packing trucks, the truck packing problem? The issue is this. You see, uh, those spaces that were sold out, mm. they contain a lot of trucks. I, if you if you count the number of trucks from here to Jay Jora, mm-hmm. those spaces there can can carry all those trucks. I'm, tell, I'm telling you what I know. I see. Yes, because the port, the way the port was built in the beginning, they provided spaces for all these trucks to park, waiting for them to load. I see. You don't stay along the my two road and uh, and wait to come and load. You have to enter the port and queue and wait and load. So now all those things are no longer there. They now park along the road causing nuisance, causing menace on the road, except they go back to the system, road system, mm-hmm. after they retrieve those spaces mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. and allow this truck to move in and pack mm-hmm. and wait for their turn to load. You can't stay on the main road and wait to come and load. Do you, you think Do you think parking space at Orile would make sense? It depends on how they, they, they structured it because something like container is easy to load. General cargo is not easy to load. Hmm. If, the, if the parking space are to rule, if, hmm. if they can handle it very well, mm-hmm. we are in the age of technology. Mm-hmm. If you want to load, then you t- take, take their numbers. If it's your turn to load, you cannot come on the road until it is your turn to load. If, uh, if, uh, if uh, an importer sees maybe he's ready to load his uh, goods, hmm. then if you have 20 trucks waiting at uh, the car park there, you can now give them signal that you are ready to load. Then they move and go and load. By then, you would have finished your papers. They load and move out at the same time. The situation where you say you created a park for them to mm-hmm. go and stay, mm-hmm. there is no information, there is no flow of information. It, it cannot work. Do you think that um, even if, because the Transport Ministry talked about this technology thing that you just talked about now, they talked about an electronic call-up system so that only trucks that have been called can come up, right? If they have a park for them. But the question I have is, you've been in the system for 35 years, which is why I'm talking to you for a long time because you are a stakeholder, you're an expert yes, on the subject, yes. right? Now, this call-up system, this e-call-up system, do you think it will be foolproof or do you think that corrupt officials will find a way around it? My sister, hmm. they will, due to corruption in the system, it cannot work. Because already those who are benefiting from the system, from the long jam we are having now, hmm. we do everything possible to spoil it. I tell you, I'll give you a story. When I was in the port, mm-hmm. the custom introduced what they call a scooter. Mm-hmm. They use machine to scan your container. Yes, we, we talked about that. Uh, we talked about that last yes. year a lot. Yes, yes. Mm. some people because the custom officials were no longer benefiting from the system. Using a Skoda, you don't benefit anything mm. because when you use a manual old system, you have to offload a container mm. to know what is inside. Mm-hmm. Then you start to load again, and there's no way the container can contain the whole thing again mm. because they were from the from where they were imported, they were loaded by machine. Mm-hmm. You know, so here we use manual, this thing, we employ labor, they offload the whole container. Yeah, counting so by hand. Back, some container, some, some, some goods, we know, it will contain the whole goods again. Mm-hmm. So they know why they're doing that, because in the process, there will be preferring, there will be settlement, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. they fall as scooter. Mm-hmm. If a scooter was in place, a scooter can pick even the sand inside the container. Mm-hmm. And give you the, 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 the amount you will pay. You go and pay. So, so, so if we have officials who are more invested in a process that doesn't work, what is the way out? Because the, the people we spoke to, I don't know if you were listening between four and five, but the people, yes, we, uh-huh, the people we spoke to then said that the answer is to have other ports in other parts of Nigeria, that that's the answer. But it doesn't seem to me like that will solve the problem of um, a slow process. So if we have officials who are invested in a slow process, what's the answer, Chief? The thing is that uh, to, 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 to build a port or to construct a port is not a, a day's uh, uh, something. Okay. I'm talking on the interim. On the interim. Mm. Because we are facing a very big problem. Mm-hmm. 
a situation where a driver will now spend New Year, Christmas, and whatever, buy stove to be cooking on the road, is 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 so archaic. Mm. I mean, I don't know how to describe it. What would you suggest if you, like if you if you were an advisor yeah. to the government? What would you suggest? The thing is that the system is there is a lot of corruption going on right now. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of corruption. What would you suggest to the government to take care of that corruption problem? What I would suggest, if I have my way, mm-hmm. is those species that have been sold, government should do everything possible to retrieve them. Take back those species. Let truck move inside and wait and load, not on the road. Those species, those who constructed our port, new ability that those species, trucks coming to load must have to park there, wait and wait for their turn to load. That was why the species were provided. Now, some people came up now because you saw what, what they were doing at Port of Antwerp. You came and saw those places and congestion everywhere. Then, truck who want to load now will not park, park along the road. It doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. So, government to start with have to retrieve, uh, 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 I mean, to revoke those spaces they have sold. They revoke them, let truck move in and park in the port. And clear from the road. But will that be fair to the people who have those spaces? Imagine that you, chief, you bought a space and a government now revokes it. How would you feel? You see, once when you discover that you have made a mistake, mm. you have to you have to do everything possible to rectify the mistake. The port was concession in error. Mm. Yes, what we are we are our system and that of Europe is not the same thing. Chief, I have to talk to other people, but I'm so grateful you called oh. us today and your call came through, huh? Yes, thank you so much. I I, I, I am with you people. I listen to you always. And uh, I, thank, I think, thank God that today I was able to talk with you. Yes, I'm glad I was able to talk to you as well. Chief Emmanuel Igwe uh, calling us, one of the stakeholders at the ports there. But uh, if you just joined the show and you're wondering why we're talking about the ports again today, I told you that um, uh, according to the Financial Times, it costs an average of $4,000 to move a container from a papa to a location in Lagos. So what we're trying to do, uh, we started on Community Report, is break down every part of the process. Some of you I know who are listening to me are system engineers. So you're going to tell us... um, um, you know, what to do if you want to fix a complicated system and make it work more efficiently, right? So I know from my reading that you have to do th- two things. First of all, you have to look at each part of the system, figure out why they're not working optimally, right? And then you have to assess how the different parts work together. And that's why we're looking at the many parts of shipping and logistics that run through the Apapa Tinkan cluster. What's going wrong there? That's part of why Chukudi went to our papa today. He went to get a first-hand view of things. Because government is always talking about <laughs> fact-finding missions, right? Hard facts is a government. And uh, we too did our own fact-finding missions and mission. And we found quite a bit of, of things. Theophilus is in Bariga. Hello, Theophilus. Welcome. Okay. Good evening, Sandra. Good evening. Okay. Um, I'm a straight forwarder. I worked at Tinkan. Probably known as I am a clan agent. I'm a clan agent. Fantastic. Okay. okay. Uh, so, most of uh, what the former, uh, that shit, what is said, hmm. they are throwing the same line from what is said. And they you know the construction of the seaport, a major, major part of the seaport, hmm. today is being used by a major company like Dangote. Hmm. I have to mention them now. Mm-hmm. And uh, previously at uh, what they call it, Tinkan Island, from first gate to second gate, there's the, there's the, there's the road there, or there was a road there. Mm. And that road had been converted into container terminal because that was the question we were asking him. Mm-hmm. Uh, what they con- convert the specific to, exactly. They, convert, they converted them into container terminals. Uh, like uh, that, that first gate, I would say um, one of the um, port operators and uh, what they call them. Um, I've forgotten their names. I don't want to go into their names. Mm-hmm. So, like what they said, the, the, the driver and the college um, operator, the solution, we are looking for solution now. Yes. And the question is that, is this, why is it that all imports are through Lagos? Or Lagos port. This is the question. 
Why? Is there any policy that is like stopping um, reporters from importing from Port Harcourt, uh, Port uh, Worry Port? There's something wrong somewhere. Why is the importation centered on Lagos alone? Why is it that other ports are not thriving at Lagos port? Now, the whole road, the main road has been converted into car parts or truck parts instead of the spaces that were made for the trucks inside the ports like Tinkan and the Papa port. And we know that this thing will come. We saw it coming and we are crying. We are protesting. Nobody had us. Nobody did anything. They, today, look at where we are. It's a complicated situation. The truth is that it's a complicated situation. The solution now is very difficult. And the only way, the only major way now is to make sure that other ports in Nigeria, like the Wari, the Port Harcourt, or wherever we have seaports in Nigeria, are thriving like Lagos ports, so that people will begin to import. If there is any policy, like freight charges, like freight charges, if the freight charge to, to Lagos is cheaper than Port Harcourt, then you have to be looking to why is it that, like that. There are many things. There are many things that cannot be said on the air mm. because they cannot prove it. Mm. But it's on the underground. It's going on. I'm telling you the truth. I know what I'm saying. Mm. But on the air, if you ask me to prove it, I may not be able to prove it on the air. Mm. But this has been ongoing. If you import through for Lagos port, mm-hmm. you pay a cheaper, you pay a cheaper freight charge. And if you import through Port Harcourt, you pay a higher. Uh, a higher freight charge. Hmm. Why is it like that? Is there anything like that? Is there anything like that in Port Harcourt uh, too? And other ports. So let us open, like what they said. Let us open and make other seaports in Nigeria workable so that we have uh, at least going to port now. Going to port, I don't go to port as I used to go hmm. previously. Mm-hmm. Because you go there come back, he had to go to hospital. I'm not to exaggerate, I'm telling you the truth. Wow. And he had to be hospitalized. Uh-uh. I trade from Tinkan to my two regularly. And I'm something years old now. Hmm. I'm telling you the truth. If you don't do it, you are, you are your own. There are times we come, even the, to jump or cut is a problem too. If you come so dangerous to jump or cut you know the type of, I mean, let us let us leave it, leave it like this. Hmm. Thank you very much. Uh, Theophilus, hold on. Before you go, I'd like to get your number because I would like to um, you know, talk to you a bit more about the work that you do at the ports. Does your number okay. end with uh, 827? 2357. Uh, no, okay, no. So stay on the line so I can get your number, all right? Stay on the line uh, so that we can collect your number there. Lagos, if you just joined the show, you're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. At the top of the show, I gave you the big hard fact from the Financial Times. They said that it now costs $4,000 to move a container from Apapa to somewhere in Lagos. But that's not all the Financial Times talked about. Oh. They gave some of the reasons for the congestion that we're seeing. One of the first factors that they mentioned is the border closure. I mean, I know that those who are stakeholders and who are on the field are giving us their own first-hand accounts of what they think the problem is, and chief of which, according to them, is the fact that uh, we have just one port doing majority of the importing, right? But the Financial Times says border closure was one of the reasons that um, we experience congestion. Uh, they, they say that uh, because the land borders were closed from August 2019 until December 2020, one year, four months. And during most of that time, uh, airports were open except for uh, short periods during COVID. That border closure made businesses need to bring goods into Nigeria, use the ports. Businesses who needed to bring goods into Nigeria, they had to use the ports. So imagine that anything that is used to, anything that, anything that used to coming from Bene through land was now coming in by sea. So as you can imagine, the volume of cargo at the ports blew up. We already had congestion problems before. But now, according to Financial Times, this increase in cargo processing made them worse. 
And interestingly, I called it here on Hard Facts. If you go back to August 2019, I told you that the border closure could increase congestion um, at the ports. And Financial Times is saying that Hard Facts was right. Speaking of being right, somebody has gotten uh, the answer to my question from the big three correctly. And that person has won our big screen TV. That's coming right up. After this, we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We are back. We're back on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Yes, we are, and we have a winner for our 32-inch flat-screen TV. I did tell you at the top of the show, I've been telling you since last week, that we're going to be giving away a 32-inch flat-screen TV right here on Hard Facts. I asked you a question during the big three, actually during the intro, and the question was, how many confirmed cases of COVID-19 did Nigeria have in December? 2020. We had lots of people uh, who were giving me different kinds of answers. Some people said 1,290. If you said 1,290, you were wrong. Some people said 1,278. If you said that, you were wrong. If you said the answer was uh, 1,400, you were wrong. If you said the answer was 103, you were wrong. If you said it was 10, you were wrong. If you said it was 106, Six, you were wrong. If you said it was 113, you were wrong. We had more than 830 comments on Instagram. That's where people had to go and give their answers uh, on Instagram. Not Some people sent me a message on WhatsApp, you see? And some of you who sent me that message on WhatsApp were actually correct, but you sent it to the wrong destination. Meh. You should have sent it uh, to Instagram. And uh, there were uh, lots of uh, people giving the right answer but like I said there can only be one winner and the winner for today is the person who answered it correctly because the answer to that question the correct answer to that question is 116 Oluwatosing Mab congratulations you were my first correct answer on the show Yes, Oluwatosing underscore M-A-B is our winner on the show. <laughs> We're going to be DMing you. Congratulations, yes. So we're going to be uh, DMing you so that we can tell you how to get your prize. Uh, enjoy your TV, but we do hope that you don't stop uh, listening to radio because radio, after all, um, is where it's at. Am I right? Am I right? So even if you have your TV now, you, of course, need to keep it here on 99.3 because that's how you know uh, when you've won amazing gift items. So congratulations again to Oluwatosing underscore MAB. He was the first correct answer and he will be receiving a DM from us telling him how he can come to the station and pick up his TV. Congratulations again to you and um, well done. Time after time I've done my sentence but committed no crime Bad mistakes Yeah.
release of 32 inch flat screen TV. Congratulations again, Alua Chosing. That song was for you. I do, I'm very envious. I, I wish that um, I won it, but unfortunately, we can't play because we are staff. But all right, back to the regular programming where we're talking about the ports. And before the break, I was telling you that the Financial Times says that. Um, the border closure also affected the congestion at the ports. So let's assume for a moment that the Financial Times is correct. Let's assume that they are right. It raises questions about the border closure policy, right? And whether it took into account what they call second and third order effects. Those are things that are not caused directly by a policy, but instead are caused by the things that the policy causes, or the things caused by those things. So when you're planning a policy that bans something, for instance, you have to ask, when I ban this thing, what are the people who normally benefit from it or rely on it going to do? And if you realize that they will start doing X, you now ask yourself, if all those people start doing X, what effect will it have? So the question is, or one of the questions uh, is, when the borders were closed, were the second and third order effects calculated? The good news is land borders are now open. That means that people who are currently using the ports uh, may think about using the borders again. And maybe that will reduce the congestion back to pre-August 2019 levels, which was still quite a bit, to be honest with you. But uh, I wonder if you agree with the Financial Times, Lagos. Do you agree with the Financial Times and hard facts that the border closure contributed to the port congestion? Do you, do you know anybody who had to stop moving goods by land and start using the ports due to the closure? Do you think they'll switch back? And yes, you can still talk to me about the conversation I had with Chukwudi between um, four and five, uh, his fact-finding mission. What did you think about the things he found? 0700-993-993-993. Congratulations again to Olua Tosing. Uh, well done. You answered correctly and you were the first correct answer, but there were lots of correct answers. He was just the first. Hello to you. Thank you for calling us. Hello. What's your name, sir? Good evening. Good evening. What's your name? Jason Lokoye. Welcome. Yes. Hello? Are you there? All right. I don't think you're ready to talk to us just yet. The number to call is 0700-993-993-993. I have a message from Adams Usman uh, who says, Sandra, the rot in the nation's seaport started with the rejection of technology. Technology to a large extent will eliminate corruption. It started with the rejection of scanners. When a container is scanned, its content is recorded. So it becomes difficult for someone to claim that he saw only one car in a 40 inch container when in actual fact the scanned image reveals two cars what about time how long will it take uh, to physically search a 40 inch container when my scanner can do it in three minutes the same corruption has been extended to port logistics and transport it is like every stakeholder in the port wants to make money because the government doesn't want to embrace technology Hmm. Do you agree with uh, Adams Usman who says technology is the answer? I Square Nojo, welcome. Yes, this is I Square. Yes, oh, welcome sorry. I Square. I, I'm calling from Ojo. Go ahead. I think uh, others they have spoken as victims of uh, all these things. But for me, uh, from my own point of view, I think what is happening today is being created by the Southwest leaders uh, with the aid from the North. To structure the, the port activities of this country to Lagos. That is the, that is the bitter truth. Because when you ask questions, they will tell you that, oh, there are pirates in uh, other, other ports there. But my question is, I do not pirate here, all this water here in Lagos. Hello? Yes, I'm hearing you. Hmm? So this is just the bitter truth of it. And when you ask questions, they will say, oh, why do you say it? It's a big something. But my, my, my own thing, but why are you doing it? So for me, until we are ready for change in this country, that change will be ready for us. Thank you, folks. Thank you so much for calling us I-Square. We appreciate it. 99.3, hello. Hello. Hello, good evening, Sandra. Good evening. Um, please, I'm very happy okay. to speak to you. I'm very happy. See, let me tell you. Yes. Hmm. No matter what 
they complain or give excuses, scanners or no scanners. Corruption has been there. Corruption, will, those benefiting from corruption, mm. we never allow these containers to go to other ports. Mm. Those benefiting from this uh, corruption, it has been long. So whatever they are telling you, this one gives this excuse, that one gives this excuse. They are just, I don't know what to say. You see the last caller, that uh, uh, freight uh, forwarder, that clearing agent, mm. he has revealed everything to you. You know, he told you that it's not everything that we say on, on the air, on the radio. Mm -hmm. So, and you ask him, I don't know whether if you still relay with him, so that he, that man is good to come closer and tell you a lot of things that is happening. Mm. So they know what they are doing. They are just suffering the masses, suffering the drivers. And once the container uh, declaring is, uh, they increase declaring, it affects the whole general public. I'm one of the sellers, but I will not tell you what I'm selling. We, I'm sure we are suffering. We are suffering. May God help us. Hmm. It is only God that will come and help us in this country. But uh, corruption has taken over everywhere. Thank you. God bless you and Chukudi. Bless you as well. Thank you so much for calling us. Uh, good evening. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Hello, Sandra. How are you, sir? What's your name? Hi, this is Prince Additional. Welcome, Prince Additional. Oh, great, great, great. I'm glad oh, you called us. Let me go. Sandra, mm. it seems to be revealed. I will go to the point straight. Mm. The solution to the problem. Mm -hmm. The solution to the problem, number one, electronics to check is good. Okay. But charges must be reduced. Okay. One. Number two, all the tests that base that port. All the road that block mm. because there's one road from one place to another, mm. from one place to another, for mm. trailer for everything. Okay. They are sold everywhere. Okay. Our big people that have money in Nigeria, mm. they are the ones that big All this must take away to open. Uh, no, so, sorry, say that again. I, I didn't hear that. Say, say that again. You said our big people I did what? All inside that port, uh. all the things that we are sell. sell. Uh. So the government should collect it back. Okay. And open all the roads. Mm. They should allow that place to free like before. Okay. As it was created from the beginning. Okay. Are you understand now? Okay. Then our road from port to the stone gate everywhere should be free. All the south should be wiped away. That is another problem. Are you, are you with me? I'm with you, sir. Mm -hmm. So after they remove those south from the road, the pay will relieve driver that coming from Portacot or from Aduguri to come and load for Lagos. Hmm. Even some of them don't spend their money on the road finish. Hmm. But small small shops to the toll gate along the road. They will still sell their phone for those people to maintain the, to pay the, the rest payment before they enter port. Some of them will be there on Monday. Two weeks will not go back to East or not. Hmm. Even people in Lagos here. But if that place is free, it's clean. Hmm. Before trailer from Maduguri or Portacot come to the Lagos, mm -hmm. the people in Lagos, people in Abel Taibado, they don't lose finish. All right, sir. Thank you very much for calling us. Now, you notice, of course, that I've not been keeping to time very strictly because we're getting a lot of sector uh, um, 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 listeners calling into the show and talking about their own sector, you know. And uh, when they're giving you insights into how the things work, where they work, um, it's best to give them time so that they can get it out of their system. If you just tuned in, we're talking about the ports. We're talking about why uh, the congestion, um, you know, just won't go away. And the reason we're talking about this is because we started, almost started the new year with news about the ports. So the presidential task force um, says that um, they've uh, cleared the ports and waiting remain. Now, just small walk for Pesimwe Day Serious to finish the rest of the clearing. And Chukudi Ezugu decided to go and find out for himself if this is true. He went to find some facts and he found quite a bit of facts. Uh, he 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 found two men and they shared their story and you listen to them today on the show between four and five and now we're talking about the things they said we're also adding extra insights where we've shared for instance insights from the financial times i told you that uh, they say the financial times that is says that it now costs an average of four thousand dollars to move a container from a papa to a location in lagos not outside lagos so within lagos two million naira 
That's the cost of gridlock. That's the cost of container being kept for days and weeks because it cannot leave the port. That's the cost of the truck drivers who have been calling me, you know, factoring in the time they will spend through the gridlock twice. That's the cost of bribes. If you want to be allowed to park on the road near the port, it's the cost of repairs. It's the cost of inefficiency. Can we really afford to be spending that much when we can simply fix it? What's the solution? What's the solution, really? The next 10 minutes of Hard Facts is brought to you by Golden Penny Samovita. Golden Penny Samovita is the king of swallow in Nigeria. There was recently, very recently, a coronation and uh, Golden Penny Samovita was crowned the king of swallow. During that coronation ceremony, we had very, very important dignitaries present. Chief Shaki was there. Queen Egusi was there. Queen Afang was there. Uh, members of the High Council were there. Members of the High Council include Chief Roundabout and Chief Brokoto. Yeah? And they were all there at the coronation of Golden Penny Samovita as the king. And Golden Penny Samovita has essential vitamins, essential proteins. Yesterday I asked a question about sorry, excuse me. I asked a question yesterday about um, uh, the, the the benefits, the essential part of, uh, of um, Golden Penny Samovita being fiber. And I was asking which, which of the four following uh, uh, major functional benefits of the of fiber in the body is correct. Which one is the major function of fiber in the body? And a lot of people answered correctly. Unfortunately, we could only get three winners yesterday. I wish we could get more than three, but um, we're restricted to three winners. And we chose three. And Golden Penny Semovita will be reaching out to them. If you win, if you've won since we started this thing on the 24th of uh, December 2020, Golden Penny will reach out to you. Uh, Nigeria Info isn't giving you the vouchers or the recharge cards Golden Penny is doing that and they'll reach out to you directly right so be patient if they haven't reached out to you yet they will uh, reach out to you congratulations again to all the winners who have won since the 24th this is a 12 day long event uh, King, uh, King of Swallow Golden Penny Samovita is doing a giveaway for 12 days to celebrate the coronation to celebrate his coronation as the King of Swallow if you don't want to win 5,000 naira in shopping value vouchers or you don't want to win airtime you can win other things you know you can win kitchen appliances by simply participating in their king of swallow challenge all you need to do is take a picture of your local cultural soup alongside golden penny samovita post that picture on social media caption it uh, uh, and talk about your the cultural importance of your meal and then tag them on social media on facebook on instagram on twitter their handle is at gp samovita and don't forget to use the hashtag king of Swallow Challenge when posting your entries. Now, who chop well? Now, if he trek well, well, inside Port Abi. That caller was telling me how he used to trek uh, from Tinkan to Mile 2. If you know chop well, you know Swallow plenty. How you gonna get energy to do that kind of work? Huh? Let's listen to our sponsors. in a shopping voucher or airtime, please let me know what the slogan on the pack, the Golden Penny Semovita pack is. The new Golden Penny Semovita pack features the Golden Penny logo in the top left corner along with the brand slogan. What is that slogan? Is it feeding the nation every day or is it the home of good food or is it made in Nigeria? Which of these is the slogan of the new Golding Semovita, uh, Golding Penny Semovita? Because the new pack um, has the logo in the top left corner along with the brand slogan. So which of these is the slogan? Feeding the nation every day, the home of good food, 
Made in Nigeria. Answer on Twitter, answer on Instagram, answer on Facebook, uh, answer on WhatsApp. Sorry, don't answer on Instagram. Answer on Facebook, answer on Twitter, answer on WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3. And uh, there is, of course... Um, Twitter at Nigeria Info FM. Use the hashtag King of Swallow so that I'll find your message very quickly. I'm going to pick one winner each. One from Twitter, one from Facebook, one from from WhatsApp. And uh, they'll get a recharge from Golden Penny Samovita as well as shopping vouchers. But back to the ports. Let's talk solutions now. If we have heard from multiple stakeholders that the the agents and the officials at the port have a vested interest in technology not working. What then is the solution? Adam Zusman, who is also a stakeholder at the port, said to me, Sandra, technology is the answer. How do you get technology to be the answer when the stakeholders continue to allegedly spoil the technology? 0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993. You get a scanner, they spoil the scanner. You get uh, something that will do call-up for trucks who are in the park, that one will spoil. What's the solution? What's the antivirus for that particular problem? 99.3, hello. Hello, good evening, Sandra. Good evening, what's your name, sir? This is Mr. Ken. Welcome, Mr. Ken. Yeah, I am a stakeholder in the in the business. Fantastic. In Port Harcourt, I mean uh, Nigerian ports. Mm. Uh, Tinka Island to be specific. To be specific. Fantastic. You see the problem, the problem uh, we are having in uh, the port there. Uh, majorly comes from uh, the terminal uh, uh, um, terminal owners and the shipping companies. Now let me give you the secret. Hello. I'm here, sir. Yeah, this is my first time of calling. Okay. I've been trying for years to get to you, <laughs> but uh, I've not been able to do that. But today, I give God the glory. Congratulations, welcome. Yeah. Um, let me bust those um, people, most especially the um, uh, the terminal owners and the um, uh, shipping companies um, doing the business here in Nigeria. What they do is this: they make brief business. At the, at, the, at, the, at the port, they bring in containers, and when they bring in containers, they refuse to accept uh, uh, empties. And in those days, before the port was uh, commercialized, I mean, um, yeah, um, sold, sold out, you know what they do? What? At the port there, you are supposed to have space for empties. But what the shipping companies and the terminal owners do now is that that space for empty, they refuse to accept empties on that space. And if you come to Apapa, you will see a lot of trucks. Most of the trucks these days are carrying empties. They don't have anywhere to drop them. And in the real sense, they are supposed to drop them inside the port. And if there's any business for them to do, they go pick a container that has uh, a container that just arrived. But the terminal uh, uh, owners, they don't do it like that. Hmm. If you go to the port now, you see long queues of trucks hmm. carrying empty containers. Hmm. Nowhere to drop them. Hmm. Now, if there is any place for them to drop those uh, empty containers, mm-hmm. the, the, the unnecessary gridlock at the port will reduce. Hmm. You see them going in, drop their container and leave. But right now, as I speak with you, no space for them to drop their containers. Hmm. Nowhere to drop their containers. Hmm. And um, what's the name? Um, what has, okay, I don't want to mention companies' names. Okay. There is a particular uh, operator, terminal operator there. Okay. He says, any, best, any uh, container that is taken away from a papa, they should take it to Kirikiri. Where is the road to Kirikiri? <laughs> and most trucks will not want to go to Kirikiri because when you go to Kirikiri, you spend almost two or three months on the road. Hmm. So what they want to do is that they want to drop these containers at the port in first gate or second gate. That's where they took the container from. But when they take that container from there, they will not tell them to go and drop at the... So the answer Kirikiri. then is what? You said? The answer is then what? What's the answer? 
the answer, the answer to that is this. Mm. Let those terminal owners free space for empty containers. All right. Thank you, sir, for calling us. We'll take a final message from our sponsors, uh, Golden Penny Samovita. Uh, we have people who are already answering correctly to the uh, trivia that I shared earlier on. But if you cannot win today, there's always tomorrow and there's always the day after tomorrow. This will continue until Wednesday. And then uh, the 12 days of celebration for the King of Swallow will have come to an end. But here's a final message from our sponsors. See how much it now looks better. Golden pennies, the movie New look, the same great taste. Golden pennies, the movie Because it's easy to swallow and not too heavy. We've got four minutes to wrap up the show and we've got comments. Oh, my God. Quite a lot of comments on social media. WhatsApp at least has um, this one that says we have trucks uh, and I'm into haulage of containers. We just paid 340,000 naira to cross one of the trucks from Costain to Apapa to drop export. This is how we pay for the movement. Else, we're going to be stuck for weeks and months at the garage. Oh, my God. Imagine that. Imagine that. Hello, Sandra. I've never seen committed and dedicated policemen like those controlling uh, trailers on that Apapa road. In the rain, afternoon and night, they are there. Not because of their love for Nigeria, but for their pockets, Femi says. Femi, thank you for sending your message in. Madam Sandra, good day. Happy New Year. My take on this gridlock on Apapa uh, port, from my point of view, I think the port concession is the major challenge. Now, this is the one millionth time that I've heard port concession as the reason today. But this person goes on and says, I remember when the port was fully in control by the NPA. We never experienced such. But after the concession, every port operator started guiding their own, guarding their own domain, not allowing other containers in their own yard. More especially, time of time, they complain of networking, making it difficult to drop or lift their containers and this piles up causing more gridlocks. I can go on and on to support my argument but the port operators are the cause. Uh, Mekings from Ikotun sent that message to us on WhatsApp. Sandra, um, I, t- I think I've taken that message from Adams Usman. Adams, thank you so much for sending your message in. We've got uh, more comments on WhatsApp. Sandra, please, what about the port at Onicha that recently opened? What effect will this have on the congestion? Well, if more and more uh, businesses send their goods to ports in Onicha and Port Harcourt, perhaps it, it could have an effect. Um, it could have an effect on um, what's it called now? Oh, it could have an effect on the congestion in, in, in the ports here in Lagos. 